Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast. With Matt and Tommy. I've had my coffee, gave it a good old P that time. Sounds a bit weird, but you know what I mean? The emphasis was there as we uh, we dive into one of our probably first nitty gritty discussion topics, Tommy. That's not the, the name of this series, but uh, it's basically a, a big talking point for a lot of people. Um, Lando Norris and what he should do moving forward with his career. And there's quite a few different possibilities, different things that we can explore today, and it should be quite a, an interesting topic. It should indeed. There's uh, Going through it, uh, we've asked you guys to kind of give your opinions on social media and stuff, and there's actually a lot more options and things that could happen in the future than I initially uh, thought when we actually dive into it and think about all the options. There's quite a lot of uh, interesting possibilities to go with. So what you're saying is the people that listen and watch our content actually have more ideas and are they know less wheel. washed. They than, know wheel, yeah. Yes, we know no wheel. Um, but before we get into that, uh, we need to do our usual, which is reading out a five-star review from one of you beautiful people that have left it on uh, wherever you listen or watch our podcast. This one comes in from JV Status from the United States of America. Simple formula for why this is a great podcast. Knowledgeable hosts where an interesting and detailed analysis and great chemistry equals excellent podcast now i wasn't very good at maths but that's a formula that i even i can understand so thank you jv status for that remember if you want to have your review read out on this podcast then leave a five-star review let us know why you enjoy this podcast and we will choose one to be featured next time okay let's get into first and foremost the reasons for lando to stay at mclaren Right, now let's move on to the reasons. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was like, there's going to be a short segment. Yeah, okay. So let's let's go with our, this is our opinions first yeah. of reasons why Lando should stay. Uh, why don't you start, Tommy? Because I've seen a few comments. <laughs> and, uh, it's always Matt going first. Let's, let's have a bit of Tom Bellingham. Go on then. Okay. Um, moving on. No. Um, <laughs> <laughs> reasons for Lando to stay. Uh, I guess he is the number one golden boy at his team, which we've seen that when you get a championship winning car, uh, aka Max Verstappen, it's a very, very good place to be because you don't have much competition from your teammate and you can run away with a championship when you you get that that winning car and you don't have much um, competition. So I guess that's a positive. Only other positive that I'll throw into the mix uh, which is a recent positive, um, I guess, is that Aston Martin have actually shown that you can get in that mix of top teams. I mean, since the hybrid era started, it's been Mercedes, Red Bull and Ferrari 
so far clear of everyone and no one could get anywhere near them for years and years and years. And there was always that huge chasm between sixth and seventh, wasn't there? But the fact that Aston Martin have broken into that top kind of three teams shows that there is hope for midfielders to get in that mix eventually. Whether McLaren can do that is another question, but it's kind of a, I, I think that is a positive for, for other teams looking at the top teams that they are reachable now. I guess you could also flip that and be like, well, well as soon as Aston Martin have had any kind of facilities to work with, as in they've built this whole new infrastructure uh, near Silverstone, they've gone into the top three. McLaren have had this infrastructure for a long, long time. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Uh, but well, look, wait, we're, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Those are the negatives. This is reasons for Lando to stay if Lando's listening. Okay, Lando, you should stay because McLaren have a great heritage. <laughs> <laughs> they have digital rotating sponsors. They do. And that's cash money, right? Um, I... I guess, yeah, I agree with your point, Tommy, that Aston Martin have given other teams hope. Um, it's just so difficult to to be, to be swing it as a positive because I see that as a negative because McLaren should have been that team. Should, yeah, they should. To, to fly into that top three if there, if there was a, a gap. But no, positives. Um, they have a great heritage. <laughs> I've uh, got one. I've got another one. They have a great infrastructure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> kind of. Uh, I guess McLaren suited Lando's personality, particularly at the start, um, that, you know, he, he loves his streaming and he can do kind of Not anymore. fun things. Doesn't, well, he doesn't do it anymore, does he? but, yeah. but he, he liked that side of it. And I think McLaren was a really good fit for that because they were this kind of fun team that allowed their drivers to do what they want. Uh, and it really suited him well. Now, uh, again going into the negatives I'm, I'm really trying here but now I imagine that side of it for him is like okay I've had my fun I really just want a winning car now please yeah should okay, we just get positives. into the negatives oh, no, no 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 I'm trying to be positive McLaren um I mean I guess he's the team leader there right it is shaped around him if the car's good he will he will be the one winning races and he'll be the one winning championships there's there's no doubt about that whatever Lando wants he gets and you know, he's he's able to extract whatever he can out of the car. And we've seen that so many times with McLaren. But the problem is he is always trying to extract the last droplet out of that McLaren to get anywhere near the top six, top seven. Um, again, that's a negative. Okay. Reasons for Lando to go. <laughs> it's like that SpongeBob <laughs> meme with the, the really long list that keeps on rolling. Yeah. Um, okay. So we've kind of we've kind of mentioned Aston Martin have thrust themselves into the top three. That is that's warning signs for McLaren. McLaren have gone backwards again uh, at the start of this year. Now, they could turn it around. They did last year. So I'm not going to say it's a completely washed season. Lando's not going to get anywhere near the top six. Leave now. That's not what I'm saying. But the, the problem is they're being showed up by other teams around them, other teams that have less budget to work with potentially as well. Now, they were on pretty much the slowest team or thereabouts uh, one of the slowest teams in Bahrain. And they can't be starting seasons like this because it's going to make Lando start turning his head and go, I don't want to be here anymore. I want to I want to start this season firing like Aston Martin have and really build on that, not constantly trying to work with the team to figure out what went wrong this year. It can't be good for morale for the team or for, for the drivers. So that's one reason. Other reasons include... 
I don't actually see McLaren getting anywhere near the top three teams whilst Zach Brown's in charge. As much as Zach Brown is this kind of likable guy that people seem to, oh, he's like a dad figure, oh, him and Lando, oh, hug at Austria podium. Realistically, he's been in charge of McLaren now. I know he's not the team principal, but he's been in charge of McLaren now for quite a long time. And how many races have they won? One. One. <laughs> One race. And I know that he is, you know, the CEO. He's he's in charge of all the the different activations. But I think the problem is, you know, this is just a, an opinion. But I think Zach's too much of a businessman than he is actually fully focused on channeling everything into the Formula One pinnacle of motorsport, McLaren brand. It's IndyCar. It's Extreme. It's everything else. I think that genuinely does pull away some attention, and that's why they've never actually taken a big step forward, back to where they belong. They used to be a race-winning team. They used to win championships. Now McLaren are just settled in as this midfield team. Like Williams are settled in, well, even they are doing pretty well. Even (laughs) they're beating McLaren now, and they've been seen as a backmarker team for a while. So I don't think it's good enough, but it really depends on what everyone at McLaren wants. Do they just want to make money? Do they just want to be this business that loads of people like, all this happy-go-lucky midfield team? Surely not as a McLaren premium brand. Yeah. I popped off, sorry. No, well, (laughs) you've got every right to. I mean, I'm looking at McLaren's constructors title, uh, like finish, sorry, finishing positions in the championship. And obviously it's going way back, but 80s, you know, you've got first, first, second, second, first, 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 second, second. And then even the the two thousands, they were even even when they went winning the title, they were second and third, loads of race wins, and then McLaren were quite hyped, weren't they? Really in twenty twenty because they were on this huge upward slope. Uh, they finished ninth in the constructors' title, and it was that they were the biggest joke going with the the McLaren Honda and GP two engine with Alonso. Then they finished sixth the year after, fourth the year after, and then third. And at the end of 2020, we were like, McLaren is the place to be. These guys are on the up. And then the year after, they finished fourth. And the year after, they finished fifth. And then this year, goodness knows where they're going to finish if that car is where it is. So they do seem like they're now going back down. And Lando is a fantastic talent and still hasn't won a race it's painful because of everything that happened in russia and it would be criminal if he just stays at mclaren for most of his career and never gets that race win because i do think that with the right package and car he he is not just race winning potential he's championship winning potential and um yeah mclaren like you say i just don't see them ever improving under the current situation they've the thing you say about aston martin that i tried to turn into a positive but you're right it's all right going oh well aston built this new factory and now they're really good mclaren have probably got the best facility on the entire formula one grid and have for years it's so impressive every time you go there it's just like wow uh and also wow wow, how are these yeah (laughs) how are they in the midfield um yeah it's not it's not not looking great for McLaren. I do worry about them. Yes, we do. Um, and all, and so do you as well, if you're listening or watching on YouTube. By the way, if you're watching on YouTube, you may have noticed a little prototype one that I'm wearing currently. Yeah, it's in the works. Don't worry. Get excited. All that good stuff. Anyway, uh, we, we put a poll to you on our YouTube community. 
do we think Lando should leave McLaren? Yes or no? 81% of you out of 10,000 votes said yes. That is a resounding majority vote there. Um, So a lot of you feel the same way. 19% of you, probably McLaren fans, just love the papaya and just want to stay in the (laughs) happy-go-lucky Love those rotating digital sponsors. Um, Yeah, it's probably worth mentioning that Lando, uh, because I've not written in the sheet, apologies, but he is locked in until 2025, but we know contracts can be broken. Um, (laughs) Just look at Piastri. (laughs) Well, exactly. His teammate is quite funny, actually, because... Uh, well, not funny if you're a Lando fan, but I was trying to find, uh, I just kind of did a quick Google to remember how long his contract was uh, and the Sky Sports um, article at the end of uh, middle of 2022 when he signed his contract till McLaren for the end of 2025. There's an article here where it's Lando saying that all the skeptics of his long-term contract are clueless and McLaren is the best place for me. Uh, well, 81% don't agree with you now. Sorry. Yeah, I'm not sure how Lando himself feels as well. I can't yeah. imagine he's uh, he's buzzing with that. But to be fair, right, when you look at when he signed, they were on the up. They were improving. And I can understand him wanting to sign with a team that has so much heritage and has their amazing HQ and has been part of Lando's you know, journey for for quite some time. So and the top teams were locked in as well. Like they just exactly. you, you it was just had George Russell thing. go to Mercedes. You just had Sergio Perez go to Red Bull. Uh, just had uh, you know Science locked in at, at Ferrari. So there wasn't really elsewhere. So I think we probably don't quote me on this, but we're saying, well, where can he go realistically? But now I think there are are options and somewhere needs to look at. Well, let's get into some of uh, your thoughts, uh, if you're listening. At Fizikar123BS, there's nowhere better for him to go. He'll have to wait for McLaren to get good. Now, this one, I'm not sure that's entirely true. You know, we've already spoken about contracts being broken. And if the right conversations are had, anything can realistically happen. And there are a lot of options uh, further down as we as we get through them. But I don't think that's true that he has nowhere to go, uh, especially as Lando Norris. He is an incredibly highly regarded talent that could go uh, to, he could be knocking on the door at Red Bull, at Ferrari, at Mercedes. Obviously, he's not going to kick out Hamilton, but you, you start to question and wonder, okay, Team X, what is your, or his manager, I doubt Lando would walk in and be like, oi, but you know what's your what's your prospects? What are you actually? Are you long term with this this duo, or is there an opening? Is the door ajar? Uh, and this is what happens in Formula One all the time. The things we don't see. Drive to Five tries to capture some of it, but realistically, all they do is say, "Oh, Perez has not had his contract signed when he did." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. I think with Lando, uh, and this this goes with every driver that's ever been in Formula One in a kind of midfield car that is punching above their weight and doing well, you've got to get talking to the new teams while you're hyped because realistically, it's all right going, oh, you know, we've got to wait for McLaren to get good or, oh, we should wait until his contract is over by the end of 2025. If Lando Norris, if if McLaren are on, uh, keep having a stinker like they did in Bahrain for the whole season and Lando finishes the championship 12th, 13th, which is painful to think, he won't be 
hyped anymore. And unfortunately, Formula One, you're only as good as your your last race. Like look at someone like Pierre Gasly that when he won that race, we were all like, Oh, could he, you know, where's he gonna go now? Like he's he deserves to be in a better team than Alpha Tauri. And then sometimes you have a, a bad year and you're forgotten about again. So you need to you need to be putting yourself out there when you are incredibly hyped. And I worry that that hype was around Lando was 2021, 2020. Uh, even even last year, I think he was absolutely incredible. Like he, he was the only midfielder that got a podium and he was just so consistent. And at the end of the day, may well have ended Daniel Ricciardo's career, who's a race winner. So he he needs to be looking around, definitely. I would I would argue slightly against the hype uh, dying out for him because as long as he's smashing his teammate, I think he'll always be highly regarded. I don't think it necessarily needs McLaren to be fighting at the front for teams because teams know how good a driver is without them having to be in the top five, top six, whatever. So, you know, George Russell, he proved himself in a Williams and now he's in a Mercedes. So I, I don't necessarily think that Lando will miss the boat if he does wait till 2026 but you then on the flip side of that you don't know who's going to enter formula one between you know now and 2026 yeah, there could exactly. be a lot of young prospects again and that maybe on the flip side of that then you know that could be a highly regarded hot shot prospect and lando's an aging middle middle 20 year old driver you know it's crazy to think That's that sort weird of stuff can, can happen <laughs> but um there's plenty of stuff that can unfold in formula one So let's now go through the possibilities that we have. We had we didn't come up with these as much as you, you can kind of look at them. All of you submitted these, so uh, we'll read them out as we go along, and we will grade them out of ten as to how likely we think uh, that he'll end up there at some point. So first and foremost, Mercedes. This comes in from Nathan Skilling. It won't be immediately, but Toto will be looking for him to replace Lewis when the day finally comes and Lewis hangs up his boots. I, I absolutely, wholeheartedly believe this. I am convinced that if Hamilton, because he said he wants to stay till his eighth, but realistically, he's not going to stay until he's 45 years old, in my opinion. I don't think Hamilton's got that much of a drive like Alonso has to stay in the sport that long. I think he'll give it two, three years, maybe, to try and secure that eighth world title. And then when that when that window opens up, I think... I think Lando is absolutely set on going to Mercedes personally. They've obviously have the slight link with Mercedes engines and whatever. And, you know, Toto Wolff knows a generational talent when he sees it. That's why he put George Russell in the, in the car alongside Lewis Hamilton. And it is not unprecedented to have two young, skilled drivers in Formula One anymore. We've got Carlos Sainz and Charles Leclerc together. They're both reasonably young, sort of mid-20s. So I, I can absolutely see Lando Norris and George Russell going up against each other. And God, that is a mouthwatering prospect because they raced against each other in Formula 2 and they had a, an intense rivalry there as well. So I'm going to give this 
if Hamilton does retire, let's say in two years, I think Lando Norris will replace him. But that's dependent on whether Hamilton retires in that time. So I'll give it an eight out of 10. Interesting. Yeah, he. you can definitely see this one, one happening. Mercedes aren't afraid to put, well, for a start, two two Brits uh, alongside each other because they've got it got it currently and yeah you could see uh, Lando does have ties with Mercedes anyway um throughout for you know through McLaren and things like that so you could definitely see this one happening just depends how long Hamilton's going to stick around uh, he did a lie detector test recently, didn't he? And said, like, I'm not retiring until I get my eighth. But realistically, if that Mercedes is not good, that's not going to happen, which is painful to say. But it just he's not going to be able to do that if he doesn't have the car at the end of the day. So he's not going to just stay there, to, like you say, until he's 50, 60 years old. <laughs> like, you just can't do that. So, um, yeah, I I would give this one a six just because i think there are i can i can see other options uh that might be better suited and we just don't know i, th- I think lewis has got another two maybe three years in it and then goodness knows where we're going to be I- in three years time well we will be in 2026 when there's another new set of regulations so uh, i'll go for a six okay yeah, I love how it's 2023 and I'm like, oh, Hamilton could save two or three years. That means that he would wait at McLaren until 2026. So yeah. it's like, yeah, wow, it's yeah, mad. that is, yeah, it quickly, quickly goes. Um, next up, Red Bull. At Sol underscore Bam. Horner really likes Lando. So if the opportunity presented itself, I think Red Bull would jump for it. I'm not convinced on this one. I think that, I mean, there's been reports that Lando had chats with Red Bull anyway to kind of figure out what was going on there at the time of them signing Perez. But realistically, if I'm a Formula One driver, I don't care how good I think I am. I'm not going into Max Verstappen's team. I'm just not. I I don't think Lando would beat Max. I think he would be a couple of tenths off. It wouldn't be the, the team or it wouldn't match Lando's aspirations. He wants to be a world champion and he would have to go into the lion's den, quite literally, and beat him in his own team after Max has been there for however many years. It's just, I just don't see this happening two out of 10. Interesting. I used to think this was going to potentially be the best place for him. And just the fact that Horner really likes him, like, like this person said, and he's really good mates with Max as well. Like they are very much besties aren't they in the, in the long paddock. if they go to red bull <laughs> exactly this is this is the thing and from red bull side while i think he is a good fit realistically how much do they want to rock the boat when they've got a car at the moment whether they will in two three years time we'll see but at the moment they've got a car which with the greatest respect to to Checo, there's uh, quite a few drivers that could be in that team and pick up a solid P2 behind Max Verstappen. And Checo is that perfect driver at the moment there that has that uh, consistency. He's very experienced, but he's not going to trouble Max for a world title. And it's it's interesting that when you've got a dominant car, you kind of want that. But when you're kind of in the midfield you want two really good drivers to pick up all the points you can so for me i will go with a 
four uh, no yeah no i'm gonna go for a five i'm gonna go for a five just because i could see it but i think max would even though it, even though he'd probably be like oh yeah it'd be great to be teammates with lando i think behind the scenes he'd be like no don't not that i i don't think for a minute that lando would beat max over a championship uh season i think he'd maybe pick up the odd race win here and there and that's quite an interesting prospect for lando that and just formula 1 drivers in general that 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 prospect of red bull is like you're kind of sacrificing your chance to win a world title but you're going to get a few wins and it's a, it's an interesting toss up between if i go into that team you're going to you're going to get a few race wins and you'll be remembered as a race winner and you can prove that you can win a race but equally you're not going to beat Max Verstappen to the world title and that team is built around him so yeah I'll go the five I wonder if that's what Pierre Gasly and Alex Albon thought when they went into Red Bull that they would get a few race wins (laughs) yeah uh, that wasn't a guarantee was it by by any stretch so um, okay five out of ten from you Tommy very interesting we now move to Ferrari at Trilemma underscore cap Sainz replacement at Ferrari seems possible. Sainz isn't good enough right now. I don't particularly agree that Sainz isn't good enough right now. I think that he's on the edge of potentially questioning his performance, but he's only had one round in the 2023 season. When you look back to the end of last year, he was very much more of a match for Charles Leclerc. And I think that is more than what Ferrari could potentially ask for. I don't see Ferrari binning off signs in order to get Norris in the car when you actually look back to when they were McLaren teammates and they were very evenly matched. So realistically, unless signs falls off a cliff and they're like, they're forced into changing it up and bringing Norris in, I think it would just be a like-for-like replacement, but Lando has to go through all the teething issues of being part of Ferrari. And also, Lando and Ferrari, I think, as a personality match, just doesn't work either. So for me, it's going to be a 2 out of 10. Yeah, I completely agree with you with every point there. I'd I'd even say it's a 1 out of 10. I just can't see it at all. I'm going to go for a 1 because it just doesn't make any sense to me. And it's funny that people talking about science replacement at Ferrari because he's not good enough. It's funny that Ferrari are slightly off the pace and you go, oh, you need you need him to improve. But just like we were saying earlier, realistically, Ferrari had the best car on the grid by a second. I think science is the perfect driver that's going to pick up good points, uh, probably do what Perez is doing at Red Bull where he finishes second or third in the Constructors' title, bags the Constructors' title, and he's not going to finish triple second or third in the construct signs his own team. sorry <laughs> in the in the driver's title and um and basically allows Charles to is the one that's going to win that world title at Ferrari so i just i just can't see lando and like you say when i if i close my eyes and picture like lando in all these like overalls and and st- just ferrari is just not him i just can't i can't see that at all so yeah 1 out of 10 what if Hamilton left Mercedes, went to Ferrari? I would love that so I, much. I don't think it's out, out of the realms of possibility either. If Mercedes don't pick up their game, Hamilton just has a, has a jolly at Ferrari. For, I say a jolly. There's nothing jolly about being a Ferrari right now <laughs> with the DNFs. But yeah, goes for a couple of years, sees what happens. 
particular Sophie's historic I drove team. Ferrari. Yeah. yeah, I think it could be could be, a, be awesome. Could be a winner. Okay, Audi next at Hotcho one one zero. I think he stays at McLaren till twenty twenty six, then joins up with Andreas Seidler Audi alongside their German driver of choice. This one is more within the realms of possibility for me. I think that there is still a very big chance that Lando stays at McLaren, um, just purely because all of these options that we've said, none of them are clear, obvious openings. It is reliant on something happening and then Lando being the driver of choice to, to slot into the crazy, silly season that might unfold. Realistically, Audi, there, there are openings for 2026. Andrea Seidel has gone there. That clearly, for me, is an option for Lando. He's worked with Andrea Seidel before. You know, the, the, the pathway is there if he wants it. But then again, that's another risk. There is no guarantee that Audi is going to be good in 2026. Of course, Seidel moving over so early is, of course, trying to lay the groundwork, lay the foundations ready for 26, and hopefully they can be right at the front. But there's no guarantee that's another complete roll of the dice. Now, I know there is a lot of luck involved in Formula One and and team choices. Alonso's been on the wrong side of most of his, Aston Martin being one of the only times he's got it right. But I think this one's an even bigger gamble. There's no reason to suggest right now that, that Audi would be good. What's your grade? Oh, so, so number, <laughs> I, I think it's a six out of 10, because I think there is still a, a possibility of this. So yeah, I'm going to go for a nine out of 10 for this one. I can I can really see this just being the perfect fit for, for Lando in his career. It is a risk, uh, don't get me wrong. Uh, but I think if he went there soonish, Alfa Romeo... Uh, currently, you know, Bottas was running up in P8, having a having a good a good race. They they look fairly decent, despite what I no, yeah, predicted. What, what did, they look quite good now. Uh, yeah, that they were going to be terrible. Sixteenth in the driving Yeah, but I think Lando would want to get in there early to kind of see the progression before 2026, and then if Audi are gonna, you know be amazing in 2026 uh with this whole new set of regulations and you are this is formula one you just kind of bank on a move and hope you're there in the right place the right time because realistically all the grid are actually good uh but the car plays such a huge well the biggest part by an absolute mile like you can't you can't you know lewis hamilton hasn't become a bad driver in two years he just doesn't have the machinery to to win titles and that's why he's finishing like fifth in the races now so we with audi i think the side or partnership it's got it's got that move that i think he'd be comfortable with and then he just prays that they do an aston martin and move up uh and he i think he could be a team team leader there especially when you get to 2026 i'm trying to work out i can't remember how old lando is how old is lando about 23 4 23 yeah so he'd be like like his mid he'd be in his mid 20s could see him being a bit a more experienced team leader a bit more mature and uh, i could see him being that that driver that an audi an audi needs sorry okay. yeah nine out of ten I want to I want to combat I that slightly. Yeah, I challenge <laughs> you to a duel. Um, okay, I can see that part going to Audi, but what's to stop him 
why does he have to wait at McLaren until 2026? That's the part that maybe put my grade oh, down sorry. to six out of ten. Well, sorry, I was just grading it based on Audi, well, no, not no, the 2026 this is, this thing. This the whole phrase, you know what I mean? I think he stays at McLaren until 2026. I, I guess maybe that's where my six out of ten. If we're just going with Audi in 2026, then that's more of an eight out of ten for me. Oh, but okay. I was I just think, saying his next career move will be sure. Audi, nine out of ten. Okay, if well, I, if no, I that's what I'm saying. If you're saying that's McLaren, his next career move, that means that you think he's staying at McLaren until 2026. No, but I think he could go earlier. What, to Alfa Romeo? Yeah, well, Sauber. There'd be Sauber. Sauber, sorry. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I could you think see... he'll go to Sauber and, and relinquish... In like, in like a 2025, if, if McLaren is still midfield... But what's the point of him going early if the car's going to be completely different? It's not like he could learn anything. Yeah, but he'd bed himself in the team and stuff and... and get get used to the people around him so mm. kind of like, i guess you could argue like hamilton did that right he he moved one year before the mercedes dream team rule change and he bedded himself in the team nicely got got the experience helped develop that Schumacher's, car Schumacher's, uh, and then went thank and... you very much all these records are now mine <laughs> <laughs> interesting uh, i think that's de- this, this one's definitely up for debate let us know uh, on social media or uh, in the YouTube comments, uh, what you think uh, to the Audi one in particular, because that that's a saucy little conversation. Not usual that me and Tommy go and duel. So that's uh, good fun. <laughs> I see some comments that are like, you agree too much. It's like, fine. Okay. I disagree <laughs> with everything Tom says from now on. <laughs> Finally, Aston Martin at Lodzi says, surely this deal that Alonso has with Aston will be his final two years in Formula One. I wouldn't say surely. If Aston keeps showing this progression and they are within the top three teams in Formula 1 for the next two years, maybe Aston could be a good option. British racing team with a British star driver. This one's a really good, I would say a really good option that I hadn't really thought of until recording this podcast. But then I also think that Alonso could go until he's 57 uh, and being literally hauled out of the cockpit. So it depends how long Lawrence Stroll, Aston Martin actually... I guess, want Alonso in the car because I genuinely feel like if they have a really good car that is capable of winning races, you will have to drag Fernando out of that cockpit, kicking and screaming. So whatever Alonso has in his contract, there is no way he is getting out, like going early, in my opinion. Um, So this may well be, yeah, uh, a, a 2026. I don't see Alonso going any sooner than that if Aston genuinely have taken a step forward. Maybe the new regulation changes if I'm looking at this realistically and not in a, oh, it's Fernando Alonso is going to go till he's dead. I genuinely think that the new regulations for an old man like Fernando, that's going to be a bit too much. That's when he'll hang up his boots. He'll do his wheelies, uh, wheelies, his donuts at the end of 2025. And then that'll be the end for him. So 26 potentially. But then again, it's a massive shakeup once again. And I think Lando would go to Audi where Seidel is, then go to a completely new team with Aston that he doesn't, he's not particularly familiar with. Yeah, and we're obviously... Uh, number, oh, sorry. Uh, rating, four, four out of ten. Yeah, and obviously, of course, we're talking about the fact that there's a seat locked in forever as long as Lawrence Stroll is there. So uh, it would have to be Alonso retiring. And I totally agree that... Sorry, people that want us to disagree, but it's hard to disagree that Alonso will want to stay there forever because he's waited 41 years to make a good career move and it's finally happening. And if he's in a car that can win and challenge for podiums, he can go on for ages because I just you just see it happening. He's he doesn't 
it's really weird with Alonso, and this is no disrespect to Michael Schumacher because I'd never do that, especially with you around. But when Michael Schumacher got his podium at 41, it felt like this crazy thing of like, wow, 41. He said, Alonso, you don't think twice about it. And I think part of that is because Alonso uh, was the doing goat. like the Indy 5. Oh. Yeah, well, yeah. In my <laughs> but yeah, he's uh, Alonso was kind of doing Dakar and WEC and Indy 500, whereas Schumacher very much was like, goodbye motorsport and then came back so it was like it was his kind of proving that he still got it and he 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 did like some good things obviously people will say it's a flop but he proved that he could get back on a, a podium at that age whereas Alonso you just you could just see him you could see him going for three four years and and then you'd look at his age and go yeah but he'd be 44 but you could you could see it you could see him being 44 years old and still you know getting on the podium if that Aston Martin is good with with how seemingly fit he is and how well he's driving so I can't see Alonso uh even in 2026 2026 probably yeah 2026 he might just have to call it call it quits but uh so so I guess for me it's probably a six out of ten it's one of those options where, yeah, I'd never really thought about it. And then when someone mentioned it, it's like, Oh, actually, yeah, that's quite a good, good a good now. choice now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I would, I would say though, that maybe if Alonso did move, do, do and Aston were this now top team for marketing and all this kind of stuff, would they want a world champion in that seat? Because, you know, they replaced Vettel with Alonso. Would they replace Alonso with a, whoever's champion max verstappen give him eight billion pounds and hope he comes over or uh whoever uh is world champion by 2026 if anyone is world champion by 2026 yeah interesting yeah i think Lawrence stroll likes uh his son going up against world champions and then beating them so yeah we'll see we'll see uh yeah because I, I i guess if we're looking at it from a selfish point if i'm Lawrence stroll and i'm bringing in lando norris who is probably going to destroy Lance Stroll over a season. Would he want that? Probably yeah, not. it's not. But it's it, not the best. But then again, you have to you have to put that aside. He's a businessman. He wants to win. Didn't he say something like when he puts his you know when he when he tries or whatever it is, I, I win or something? And yeah, you know, maybe that's uh, going to take the forefront in his mind. But either or, okay, good stuff. And that is it. That is the options we think that are the, well, you think and that we think are the most viable for Lando Norris. If we've missed any out, please let us know. I'm sure you will in uh, any comments sections that you are in. Uh, Tommy, final thoughts. My final thoughts are looking, uh, kind of looking at all the options that we've given here. It's made me think, while I don't wish it it away, um, because it's going to be a sad day when these guys leave. I think in a few years time, we're looking at Lewis Hamilton, Fernando Alonso, maybe Perez, maybe even Bottas kind of retiring. And you could potentially have four massive seats available in top teams in 2026. And oh my word, that is going to be the greatest silly season of all time if they all go at the same time. And you'll find it all on P1. 
P1. I'll be 45 years old. With you? Oh my God. How quickly are you aging? Uh, and my final thoughts are thank you so much to every single person for subscribing to our YouTube channel. We've hit over 300,000 YouTube subscribers Madness. in a month, which is ridiculous ridiculous so thank you so much for that thank you for listening to the podcast as well it's been outrageous the support you've shown on there and also on our twitch streams as well matt p1 tommy that is it lando norris maybe you'll listen to this if you have lots of love we hope you make the right decision and uh, we'll see you very soon for another podcast Bye. bye P1 is a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum.